lie. We just witnessed a lot of carnage in week 13. Plenty of players were injured, and now you head into a week 14 where there's six teams on by. Making this week's waiver wire one that you're going to want to pay attention to, let's discuss. Let's start with the Seahawks backfield and a player you should be looking to add in Travis Homer. Now, Homer did miss this past week with an injury and illness, but it was more so the injury because he actually practiced that this LP means limited participant on Friday, and he's trending to play next week. And now this matters because both Kenneth Walker and DJ Dallas, the other two running backs on the depth chart, got hurt in the last game. Now, Dallas actually returned to the game, but he was significantly limited. Tony Jones, the RB4 on the team, had to play, and he's not expected to see much usage moving forward. It's actually Homer that's played ahead of DJ Dallas all season long, seeing over 65% of the backup snaps. So if Kenneth Walker ends up missing, you're going to want Homer because he'll be the RB1. He's a solid pass catcher on the number eight offense in the NFL. That's worth something. So grab him and then also get this next RB on the West Coast. And that would be Joshua Kelly, who he returned from injury a few weeks ago in week 12. And when he returned, he ended up being the running back two on the team. There's three RBs still involved with the rookie Isaiah Spiller. He played 21-22% of the snaps. But his role just increased this past week. It actually doubled. Because as you can see right here, he played 31 snaps compared to Austin Eckler, 46. This was 41% of the snaps, and he was the only other running back not named Austin Eckler to see a snap for this Chargers team. I mean, what this basically means is he is the clear handcuff running back for this team. Now, heading into the fantasy playoffs, you want most teams' handcuffs, especially if they are the guy who will get all the work if the other guy misses. Now, it is worth mentioning a few things. For starters, this schedule for the Chargers in the fantasy playoffs is rough. They legitimately have, as of right now, the worst schedule for running backs heading into the rest of the season. And in the fantasy playoffs, they'll be facing the Titans, the Colts, and the Rams. Those are three of the top eight run defenses in the NFL. It is a really difficult spot. So Kelly is worth the add as a handcuff, especially if you own Eckler, but don't be spending too much on him. And similar can actually be said for this next wide receiver. And that's DJ Shark, who's coming off of his best usage of the entire year. He returned from injury a couple weeks ago, and he just saw a season-high 84% of the snaps. That's what this 64 is right here, just two less than Amon Ross St. Brown. He basically was never leaving the field. He's a clear starter. And now what this led to was also season-high usage. He had five catches on six targets for 98 receiving yards. That's a season best. Now, here's what you need to know. Like I said, he's a clear starter, and the rookie Jamison Williams returned this past week, but he's expected to take snaps from Josh Reynolds, not DJ Shark. Shark now has two top 20 finishes over his five healthy games this year, but that's not even the best part. The best part is that the Detroit Lions wide receivers have the fourth easiest remaining schedule. Three of their next four games are against bottom 10 secondaries, including the Bears, number 30 ranked secondary in the fantasy playoffs. So Shark is most definitely worth an ad, especially in any 12 team league or bigger, and so is this next guy. And this one's somewhat complicated, but let's talk through it. It's Nico Collins. Look, Brandon Cooks was out this past week, and it led to a career day for Collins. He ended up leading the team in snaps, and he saw a career-high 11 targets. He's seen 10 targets two other times in his career. This is a new high at 11. Now, this performance translated to him seeing 30% of the Texans' targets. That was top 10, a target share, top 10 on the week. And this usage might continue because Brandon Cooks was out, and yeah, he had a calf injury, but the injury report actually said it was for personal reasons. And as of just a couple of weeks ago, he was frustrated. He wanted to be traded, but they gave him too big of a contract, and he doesn't really want to be on this team. There's a chance as a veteran that he kind of just sits out the rest of the season with this quote-unquote calf injury. And another positive for Collins is that the Texans have the easiest playoff schedule for wide receivers down the stretch. He's going to have the number one playoff schedule. Now, the problem is obviously his quarterbacks in Kyle Allen and maybe even Davis Mills comes back in. And only about a third of his targets, those 11, like three or four of the targets were actually catchable. All he had was three catches this past week. That's not great, but the volume alone is worth an ad, especially in deeper leagues. Now, the overall best ad this week is going to be James Cook. At any single position, he is the number one ad because of what he just did this past Thursday night. He ended up playing just one less snap than Devin Singletary, 43% of the snaps in this game, and here's what it led to. It led to 20 total touches, over 100 total yards, and six 
16 and a half fantasy points. This was more usage than Devin Singletary. Seven more touches. He saw basically all the receiving game work taking away those routes from Singletary. And now one more thing. Mr. James Cook, the rookie, ranked seventh, top 10 in yards per touch at the running back position. That is productivity. He is fantastic. Now those yards per touch exactly are 6.7. That's fantastic. Compared to Devin Singletary, who sees five, which five isn't bad, but it's still almost two less per touch is what Singletary is getting compared to James Cook. James Cook has just been fantastic, and he's slowly starting to get a lot more usage. And of course, it's the Bills with Josh Allen, a great offense, the number four rush offense in the NFL. So go get Cook right now. He's a number one priority and get this next RB. Now this next RB in Mike Boone, he's more of a stash because look, as of next week, he might become the guy in Denver. He returned this past week and he played 23% of the snaps. But more importantly, he immediately became the RB2 on this team, significantly playing more than Marlon Mack. And let's remember, Melvin Gordon was cut by this team. Chase Edmonds is going to potentially miss the rest of the season, meaning that you're going to get some significant usage for Mike Boone. And so far in 2022, he's averaging 6.8 yards per touch. That's top 10, right? We just saw James Cook was fantastic, averaging 6.7. And then he saw his role increase out of nowhere last week. Well, this might happen with Mike Boone because Latavius Murray has not been good this year. He's averaging just 4.3 yards per touch. That's 47th amongst all running backs in the NFL, highly inefficient. So add Mike Boone and his productive per touch usage before he starts to get some more snaps. And then grab his teammate, Greg Doltich, who was the number one tight end ad of the week. He's still available in over 60% of leagues, believe it or not. Doltich just ended up putting up one of his best days of the season, his second best day, arguably his best day, having six catches, 85 yards on eight targets, a team high eight targets. His 14 and a half fantasy points as of right now before the Monday night game kicks off is the most for a tight end on this week. He is the tight end one this week. Reminder, he's a rookie. And it's likely Denver's going to continue to use the rookie because Cortland Sutton got hurt in this game. KJ Hamler hasn't been playing. They don't have many weapons. Even Jerry Judy is banged up and limited. So add the rookie tight end who just played 70 plus percent of the snaps this past week and then get this next wide receiver. And that's Chase Claypool who's worth an ad. He's available in 55% of leagues and he appears to be the clear number one receiver for the Bears. Now this was his first game without Darna Mooney who is now out for the season and Claypool saw six targets by far the most on the team despite missing like a quarter of play due to an injury. In the first half on a big third down he goes over the middle of the field he ends up fumbling because he injures his lower body and then he basically misses the rest of that half. He was on pace to by far lead this team in snaps probably play a season high with the Bears around 80 percent of the snaps which is something you want to be adding off the waivers as a number one receiver for Justin Fields. But just be careful here you don't want to be overspending similar to some other players we talked about earlier because Chicago still ranks dead last in passes per game. It's crazy 21 and a half passes per game is unreal basically two less than the second worst team in Atlanta and the Bears have the third worst playoff schedule for wide receivers so again don't be overspending here if you could pick them up for nothing on your waiver wire if you have a middle of the pack priority pickup or something along those lines just try and get him put them on your bench and see what happens heading into the playoffs another veteran wide receiver worth stashing is Corey Davis who he returned from injury in week 12 two weeks ago and when he returned he immediately went back to being the wide receiver two on this team he played 71 percent of the snaps it led to three targets but this past week his role increased Corey Davis just played 69 snaps that equated to 81 percent of the snaps so he saw his usage rise and he saw 10 targets a season high 10 targets and this 10 targets was a great game five catches 85 yards he puts up 13 and a half fantasy points and he now has a top 30 finish in 50 percent of his games he's played in eight healthy games and four of those he's finished as a top 30 wide receiver which is more than a flex worthy play and this is the Jets schedule the next four weeks the Bills are not in the fantasy playoffs so that's fine but then heading into weeks 15 against the Lions 16 against the Jags and 17 against the Seahawks those are three bottom 
10 secondaries. So add Davis and then get his rookie teammate as well. And that's Donovan Knight, who is still available. He was a big waiver wire ad last week, but he's still available in over 60% of leagues, even though he just went for 100 total yards yet again. So now check this out. James Robinson was not active last week. He was active this week, and they said they were going to use three different running backs. So some people were scared about starting Knight, but Knight still played the most snaps. He saw 55% of the snaps. And this led to fantastic usage. He had 20 touches, five catches, which was good to see, and over 100 yards, 118 yards on 20 touches to be exact. But that's not all. Because heading into this week, Michael Carter was ruled doubtful, as you can see right here. But not only was he doubtful and missed the game, he did not practice a single day during the week, meaning that he's not even probably close to returning for week 14. And in week 14, if he misses, Knight will continue to be the starting running back against the Bills' bottom 10 run defense, the number 24 run defense in Buffalo. So grab White and then this next running back as well. And that would be Cam Akers. And man, this backfield is frustrating. Cam Akers this past week, kind of out of nowhere, sees a season high 71% of the snaps. Now this led to 18 touches, which is great for Cam Akers, which is great for any running back. If we get some consistency, you want to add that. But here's the thing. Just a week ago in week 12, Kyron Williams was basically seeing the exact same usage, playing over 70% of the snaps. Cam Akers seeming like he was on the outs here. So this is not consistent. So it's difficult to trust either running back, but we must respect the fact that Akers saw 90% of the early down usage in this game and at least say that both of them deserve to be on rosters. And that 90% of the snaps on early downs is important because the Rams have the fourth easiest running back schedule heading into the fantasy playoffs. They'll face the Packers and the Chargers in the fantasy playoffs. Both of those are bottom five run defenses. So whichever one of these running backs between Kyron Williams and Cam Akers sees the usage is going to have a very beneficial matchup. So hold both of these dudes. More than likely, Cam Akers is the one who's more available after not seeing usage last week on your waiver wire and then get this next player. And that's going to be a rookie, Jahan Dotson, who was a hot ad at the beginning of the season and he just played 79% of the snaps. Now that 79% of the snaps is important because it's the most he's played since suffering an injury in week four. He appears to finally be healthy. And this increased usage led to 16 and a half fantasy points. He found the end zone on a season high nine targets. He now quietly has four top 25 finishes over six healthy games. He's a player to be stashing right now. He's a player that I know is going to be a sleeper second year player ad for 2023 fantasy football. It's already in the back of my mind. Put it in yours. So go get him, stash him, and then stash this next player. And we go from a rookie to a veteran, and that is Michael Gallup, who's still available in over 50% of leagues. And now Gallup in back-to-back -back weeks has set a season high in fantasy points. 11 points last week, 18 this week on the back of two touchdowns, team high, seven targets. He only had 23 yards, but he still produced. And since returning from injury, he's seen his snaps increased. He's seen his usage in two wide receiver sets increased, and it's led to three out of four games of seven plus targets. He appears to be healthy, which is perfect timing because his fantasy schedule is fantastic. Next week, he'll face the Texans dead last ranked secondary. Then in the first week of the fantasy playoffs, he faces the Jaguars 30th ranked secondary. And then in the fantasy championship against the Titans, for many people, he'll face the Titans 27th ranked secondary. It is fantastic. Go get him and consider this next quarterback. And now this quarterback is worth adding because his starter got injured. And that's Lamar Jackson, who's going to be potentially out anywhere from days to weeks so the rest of the season is what the report said. And that man worth the pickup is Tyler Huntley, who actually started five games last year when Lamar was injured. And last year in a week 15 matchup against the Green Bay Packers, Huntley threw for two touchdowns. He ran for 73 yards and ran for two touchdowns. He was actually the number one overall quarterback, scoring a whopping 36 points in week 15 of last year. Now in his other four starts, he failed to top 16 fantasy points in either of them. He was basically as average as a quarterback gets, but that upside is there. And he has the fantasy cheat codes at the quarterback position. If we scroll down 
down here to when he started his first game 40 rushing yards he had 40 plus rushing yards in every single start 50 plus in his final three starts so you can rely on his rushing yards which now you kind of just need something from a touchdown standpoint if he ends up being the starter for a week or two he'll get the browns number 30 ranked defense in week 15 the start of the fantasy playoffs it could be interesting especially for your super flex leagues now maybe you were eliminated in one of your leagues from the playoffs well i have fantastic news for you because prize picks is a great way to stay active in fantasy football and prize picks is simply just taking the over under on a player's stat or their fantasy points there's a bunch of different types of things you could do up here different sports as well but the big one here justin herbert over a half a passing yard they have a special prop for this week he just has to throw one passing yard for you to win so it's a free bet and the lovely people at prize picks in which we've been working with for over two years now they're giving you a free bet up to a hundred dollars if you put in 20 they'll give you a 20 dollar bet right back you put in 100 they'll give you a 100 dollar bet right back so you just simply use the link in the description to prizepicks.com use the code sal22 sal22 and you'll get a free bet up to a hundred dollars and you can put that money part of it on the justin herbert prop right here and it's free you might as well use it or lose it now potentially a sneaky player worth adding is going to be khalil herbert who's eligible to return in week 16 off of the ir he is basically purely a playoff fantasy football stash and here's why herbert is top five in running back productivity yards per touch two yards per carry and he's top 10 in broken tackles but that's not even the best part he has the fifth easiest playoff schedule which is why we want him he faces the eagles number 14 run defense but then the good matchups the bills number 24 run defense the lions number 26 run defense in the fantasy championship now obviously david montgomery is out there but this is more so a handcuff a handcuff who has upside he's had nice weeks when montgomery is even healthy but if something was to happen to montgomery in the next two weeks well herbert's gonna step right in and be a number one running back on the number two rush offense in the nfl and he's a productive one at that he's worth a stash and the exact same thing could be said about this rookie wide receiver and jameson williams who made his debut this past week on sunday he was very limited he only ran a couple of routes two routes one target only played eight snaps in this game but that's going to rise because after the game the head coach said that he'll be seeing more usage next week but don't expect him to be anywhere near 100 until probably like week 15 or week 16 but that potential for him to be much healthier than is important because williams can end up being a league winner for you he's a fantastic deep threat and the lions rank top 10 right now in the nfl in deep attempts per game and reminder last season in college williams had over 1500 yards and like we mentioned earlier for his teammate dj shark detroit has the fourth easiest playoff schedule at the wide receiver position so if he was to return even for your fantasy championship in week 17 he's worth a stash because if he puts up 20 points in that performance to end the year yeah he's technically a league winner for you so now these are players that you should add and it seems crazy since we're all the way in week 14 but there's actually a good amount of decent plays like zonovan knight you picked him up you just got 16 points out of him this past week now if you also want to know the best defenses and tight end and quarterback stashes and even running back handcuffs for the playoffs well then check out this video right here it's going to set you up to not only win the next couple of weeks but to win your fantasy championship